0: Welcome to Victorious Living Radio.
1: There is one language that God hears. One language that God hears that really uh, perks his ears up, as we can say. One language. That's the language of faith. When I'm facing, and I know that I'm facing a specific test and trial, I need to... Guard on my mouth and make sure what's coming out of my mouth is the language of God.
0: Welcome to Victorious Living Radio with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us part three of his series, The Kingdom Language is the Language of Faith. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website, at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here is Pastor Cowan as he shares with us the kingdom language is a language of faith.
1: We started talking to you about the language of faith, or better, it's better stated to my thinking, the language of God's kingdom. And uh, I don't know how often you think about it. I'm sure when I mention this uh, scripture to you that you know it, you've heard it and so forth, but how much that we actually realize that every day, we're not only a citizen of a natural uh, country or nation, but we're citizens of heaven. Amen. And so we have been delivered from the power of darkness and translated into the kingdom. Changed into the kingdom. It's not something we're going to get into after we get to heaven. It's something that we're into now. Amen. He has delivered us from the powers and the authorities of darkness and has translated. That means he has changed us from one place to another in the spirit realm. And so we are, we are members not only of his body here on the earth, but we are members of this kingdom that we have been translated into. So I am a member of the kingdom of God. Not gonna be, not affixing to be, not maybe, could be. I am presently a member of the kingdom of God. So I'm gonna to talk to you a little bit about the language of God's kingdom. Now, there's, there is one language that God hears. Amen. One language that God hears that really uh, perks his ears up, as we could say. One language, that's the language of faith, which included in that is the, is the language of praise and worship. But that, that's the one language that God uh, hears is the language of faith. Now, there are other languages that we try sometimes to impose upon God to get him to do something. And that sometimes is, comes out of our emotions. But there is this language that did not come from God, nor does God speak it is the language of doubt and unbelief. He doesn't speak that. God does not speak doubt and unbelief. He does not within the confines of doubt and unbelief. He does not, uh, he does not speak fear there. He does not speak lack, lack, L-A-C-K. He does not speak lack there. He doesn't speak all of the negative talk that you hear uh, from day to day, even in the church house, and among those who have received Christ into their life as Savior. So there is this language that God hears. You know, John talked about it, right? If we know that He hears us, we know that we have the petition that we desired of Him. And if we know that He hears us, so he only hears his language. He hears the language of faith and and incorporated in that, he hears the language that comes out of our praises and out of our thanksgiving. He does not hear the sounds of doubt and unbelief and woe is me. Now, let, 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 me, let me say this, that, that sometimes it's easy when you're going through a test and trial, and I'm not an exception by any means, that when we're going through a test or trial, what we need to do, if you haven't already done so, many, I know a lot of you have, I don't know about, about everybody, but what I need to do when I'm, when I'm facing, and I know that I'm facing a specific test and trial, I need to put the guard on my mouth Amen. and make sure what's coming out of my mouth is the language of God. Amen. And so I, and I'm, I'm not I'm not belittling anybody, anything or whatever but but hey you know we, we, we hear it. sometimes you know coming up in church, some of you in here, you know, been to church all your life, like Sue and I have. I mean, just from way back yonder. And sometimes I think we have thought that we might get God to feel sorry for us. If I walk up to you today and I present you a check, which I'm not going to do. If I walk up to you today and I present you a check with five, uh, worth $5 million you cannot say that you don't have any money. Amen. 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 You can't say that and it be truthful that you don't have any money. But sometimes when tests and trials come, we may, we may say things, we may speak words, you know, that are not the language of God. Because if I tell him, I have, you haven't met my need, God says, yes, I have. I've already done it. But I've got to be in tune on my end as a receiver and I've got to communicate with God in his language. And so, you know, uh, to tell God what you are not and to tell God what you don't have is not proper. There's There's times in the natural that it may look like there's a shortage, there's a need or whatever, but God, Paul said in his writing, he said, but my God, he made it real personal. He said, but my God, shall supply all of my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So I can't really look God in there and I say, God, I don't have anything. I have a promise. I have his word. I have the Holy Spirit. I have his power. I have his wisdom. I have all of those things. I have that and I must use that in order to bring to me that which God has already blessed me with. Amen. So we got to get it up out of the natural. We got to get it up into that spiritual realm and use the language that God has given us uh, to speak. So let me let me just go through this real hurry. Y'all give me 10 extra minutes today. Really? Okay. So the body of Christ is in God's eyes, we are known as a family of believers. Amen. Well, now here's the question, what is it that we believe? What do you believe? What do, well, what do I, what do I believe as a Christian? Do I believe the natural more than I believe the supernatural? Do I believe what's happening down here more than I believe what has already happened up here? What is it do you believe? And so when you face the nitty gritty of life, you're gonna be challenged as to what you believe. Everybody okay? All right. So yet when we search the family, we find that there are different languages that are being spoken in God's family. The language, as I've already said, the language of doubt, the language of unbelief, of worry, the language of fear, uh, the language of discomfort, or wh- whatever ter- word or, or terminology that we want to use, we find that sometimes prevalent among God's people. Amen. Good. Good. Good so I'm not talking about a, a national language such as English, Spanish, German, Russia, etc. I am talking about a language that's pure, comes from God, comes from the heart of God. And guess where you find it? He wrote it. He wrote you a letter. No, no, he wrote you a book. He wrote us a book, amen. So I'm talking about the language of the family of God, which is comprised of people from all earthly nations. Now, Ephesians chapter three, verses fourteen and fifteen, for this cause Paul wrote it, for this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family. Of whom the whole family in heaven and earth. So there's part of the family is in heaven. Amen. Amen. Let me say that again. Part of the family is in heaven. You know, the Bible says, weep when we're born and rejoice when we go to heaven. Amen. And so part of the family is in heaven, part of the family is here. And so the whole family in heaven and in earth is the family of God. Amen. Now, when a baby is born to, to parents here in the natural What's the first one we, that they're taught? First language they're taught is English. It's the national language. Now they may, they may go ahead to be bilingual, but you don't want to be bilingual in this language that comes from God. Amen. And so Paul wrote this in his, in his letter. He said, for this cause, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. We're one family, one nation within the nations, and we have one language. Amen. And that language is God's language. Amen. And so, you know, you, can, you know, people say, well, I, you know, you know, kind of make fun of it sometimes. But it's the truth. There's one language in the family of God. Just one, one language that God hears. So the whole family refers to all those who are spiritually related to God who is the father of this family. This relationship comes through the blood of Jesus and is all, it, it, uh, it, it comprises all who have believed in his redemptive work at Calvary. Amen. This family in a wider sense is a nation, as I've just said, within the nations. I remember years ago, 40-some
0: It's our hope that today's message, The Kingdom Language is a Language of Faith, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD of this week's message, please request offer number 12. This week's special offer is 12. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, We'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.